Section 15b. Preparing to Communicate. 15.8. Communicating Intent. Like many things, good communication requires preparation. Preparation is the most important aspect and sometimes the time best spent with regard to good communication. By being prepared, speakers show audiences that they value their time as well as the topic of interest. Being prepared enhances a speaker's confidence as well as their credibility when communicating a message. Confidence will be a great factor in successful delivery of the message, along with additional aspects covered here for establishing strong spoken communication skills. Success as a military leader requires the ability to think critically and creatively. It is also crucial to be able to communicate intentions and decisions to others. The ability to communicate clearly, to write, speak, and actively listen greatly impacts the capacity to inform, teach, motivate, mentor, and lead others. Communicating intent and ideas so others understand the message and act on it is one of the primary qualities of leadership. 15.9. Principles of Effective Communication Communication requires a combination of the appropriate quality and quantity of information sharing. While communication can be broken into three parts, the sender, the message, and the audience, for communication to be successful, the audience must not only receive the message, but they must interpret the message the way the sender intended. This section addresses five core principles of communication, focused, organized, clear, understanding, and supported. Focus. Focused. Being focused means understanding what the issue is, considering all aspects of the issue, and not straying from the issue. Address the issue, the whole issue, and nothing but the issue. Organized. Good organization means presenting information in a logical, systematic manner. When information is not well organized, audiences may become confused, impatient, or inattentive. Even if you are providing useful, relevant information, the importance of your message may be lost to the audience if it is disorganized. Clear. Communicate with clarity and make each word count. Clear communication occurs when the sender is able to properly articulate and formulate the message to the audience. To communicate clearly, be sure to understand the proper pronunciation of words and how to assemble and punctuate sentences. Also, clear communication often requires getting to the point. Understanding. Understand your audience and its expectations. Understanding the audience's current knowledge, views, and level of interest regarding a topic helps when sharing ideas with others. Understanding expectations of format and length of response, due date, level of formality, and any staffing requirements helps when responding to a request for information. Supported. Be sure to support your communication with information that substantiates your position but does not bring the audience to question your message. Nothing cripples a clearly written, properly punctuated paper quicker than implied data or a distorted argument. Support and logic should be used to build credibility and trust with your audience. 15.10 Seven Steps for Effective Communication As indicated in AFH 33-337, The Tongue and Quill, the seven steps for effective communication are fundamental to good speaking and writing skills. The first four steps lay the groundwork for the drafting process of effective communication. Steps five through seven are where the communication takes the form of a well-prepared message. The seven steps for effective communication and a brief explanation of what they entail are provided here. 1. 
Analyze purpose and audience. Be clear on your purpose and know and understand your audience when preparing to communicate your message. This is often accomplished by determining what your message is and why you are communicating it to your audience. In this step, you will want to ask yourself, is your purpose for communicating to direct, inform, persuade, or inspire? Once you know your intent, you can design your message around your purpose statement or the intent you have in mind. 2. Research your topic. Be resourceful and informed when preparing to communicate your message. There may be experts in your workplace who you can talk to for insights and advice on researching your topic. Also, information is at our fingertips, so consider what you know and what you don't know and gather data that is pertinent and relevant to your topic. AFH 33-337 Chapter 4 provides a comprehensive list of online sources, websites, and databases that will prove to be very helpful in gathering information for your topic. You may find it valuable to save many of the links as favorites in your web browser for quick access. Support your ideas. Be sure to strengthen your communication by providing information that will support your message. There are a number of ways you can develop a strong message in your communication. It is essential to choose the methods that best enhance your credibility and portray your argument as valid and reliable. Depending on your message and your audience, you may choose to reinforce your position on an issue through evidence using definitions, examples, testimony, or statistics. Focus your approach using trustworthy, accurate, precise, relevant, and sufficient evidence that will support your ideas and gain the trust of your audience. 4. Organize and outline. Be organized and purposeful in your approach to communicating your message. There are several ways to organize information. You will want to choose the one that allows your message to reach the audience in the best manner possible. There are several patterns available in AFH 33-337 Chapter 6. The pattern you choose will depend greatly on whether your intent is to direct, inform, persuade, or inspire. You may find that your topic is best presented chronologically using an approach that covers pertinent information in a time-ordered sequence, or you may decide that a sequential approach is most appropriate that presents your information in a step-by-step -step manner. 5. Draft. Be willing to get your thoughts into a draft product. Your draft is just the beginning of formulating your communication into an organized, outlined, purposeful manner. It will not be perfect. As long as you follow the basic structure of having an introduction, body, and conclusion, you will have a template to work with while you sharpen your message, develop your thoughts, and clarify your approach. Keep in mind the structure of your communication and consider including key aspects such as reaching your audience, following format, and ensuring your message flows with transitions between main points or main ideas. Your efforts will never be a waste of time as long as you remember that your draft is the essential step toward creating your final product. AFH 33-337 Chapter 7 provides several suggestions and examples of how to develop a draft of your message using recommended structure, verbiage, and phrases. 6. Edit Following the first five steps of the effective communication process will set you up for success but it will not guarantee a perfect product, and you should not expect your draft to be. This is what steps 6 and 7 are for. Have your draft written early enough to give yourself time to take a break before looking it over through an editing lens. This will allow you to edit with fresh eyes. Think about what you would like to accomplish with your work, and keep that in mind as you look over your draft. 
Consider how it may look or sound to the audience as you edit your work. Whether your communication is written or spoken, you may find value in reading your work out loud to catch areas for improvement that wouldn't have been readily identifiable otherwise. As you review, look for three main aspects of your draft product. 1. Review for the big picture, main purpose, length, and flow of ideas. 2. Review for paragraph structure, clarity, organization of material, and supporting ideas. Then, 3. Review sentences, phrases, words, grammar, and consider how the audience will perceive or receive the message. 7. Fight for feedback and get approval. Be receptive to feedback from others. Now that you've done your best at formulating your message, it's time to seek feedback. Even the best communicators can overlook key aspects of their messages. In this step, allow your pride in authorship to be set aside and seek pride in others' willingness to review and provide feedback on your work. Communicate upfront with your reviewers what your strengths and weaknesses are and let them know why you selected them to provide feedback to you. To best utilize time, express what areas you most likely need feedback on. This will help reviewers know where to focus their efforts, and it will enable them to be most helpful to you when providing feedback. 15.11. Job Interview Preparation Before committing yourself to the effort required of applying and interviewing for a job, you need to understand the experience or skills required for the job and whether or not you possess those experiences or skills. One of the first steps in preparing for a job interview is carefully studying the job advertisement or position description so you understand the particular knowledge, skills, and abilities required. Once you have successfully aligned your knowledge, skills, and abilities to the job, then gather all required information and documentation for the application process. Applying for the job when applying for special duty, seeking employment, or simply gathering pertinent information to successfully build a resume or application package in the future, there are different employer expectations you will want to be familiar with. In many cases, you may need to submit an application package with various documents, such as recent performance reports, personnel documents, a resume, a job application, a curriculum vitae, a biography, letters of recommendation, a cover letter, and in some cases, college transcripts. Any of these documents submitted for a job application should be tailored to highlight your particular knowledge, skills, and abilities related to the position for which you're applying. Interviewing for the job. Many Air Force positions require a job interview. Knowing how to prepare for and conduct yourself during an interview can go a long way toward helping you get selected for a special duty or other career-broadening position in the Air Force, not to mention being hired in the civilian sector. Prior to the interview, put yourself in the mindset that everything the interviewer sees or hears from you is part of the interview. The interview begins the moment you pick up the phone or enter the property of the organization. Think about how you'll be perceived, how you will enter the conversation how you will ask and answer questions, and anything else you think will occur before, during, or after the interview. If you are having a phone interview, ensure that you will be in an environment where you can solely focus on the interview. It is a good idea to research the mission and history of the hiring organization before the interview. The more you know about the organization, the better you will be at convincing potential employers that you care about the organization, as well as the job you're seeking. Information you can often find about the organization in advance might include who the commander and senior enlisted members of the organization are, 
how large the organization is, and what the mission and vision statements are. Interviewers expect candidates to ask intelligent, thoughtful questions concerning the organization and the nature of the work. The nature and quality of your questions will reveal your interest in the organization and the position you're seeking. When the interviewer asks if you have any questions or concerns about the job or the organization, be prepared with at least one or two things you'd like to talk about. If you submitted an application package prior to the interview, there is a strong possibility that you'll be asked questions about the information you provided. Review all of the documents you submitted, keep the documents nearby during the interview, and be prepared to highlight examples of your skills or experiences relating to the strengths you can contribute to the job. Examples of areas to concentrate on are problem-solving skills, thoughts on organizational transformation, team-building skills, support for the organization's priorities, your leadership philosophy, your ability to adapt and work in fast-paced environments, and decision-making abilities. Also, be able to answer the following questions. Why should I hire you? How soon can you report? How will this change affect your family? What do you see as one of your biggest challenges with a job like this? Where do you see yourself in two to three years? Are there any issues to prevent you from accepting or performing in this position? Purpose of interviews. All job interviews are designed with one goal in mind, to find the right person for the right job. Employers may have to interview several individuals for a position, so keep your goal in mind and let the interviewer see what skills and experiences you can bring to the job. Also, not only are you interviewing for a job, you are interviewing the prospective employer to see if the job is right for you. Be sure you understand the conditions of the job and ask for clarification during the interview, if needed. It is important to determine whether you truly are interested in committing the next few years to the potential job or assignment. As the interview draws to a close, before the interview is over, take a brief opportunity to provide one or two main points that you want the interviewer to remember about you. In other words, have your walk-away points in mind so you end the interview on a positive note and re-emphasize your interest in the position. Post-interview actions. In some cases, it may be appropriate to follow up after an interview. A day or two after the interview, you may choose to send a short thank you note to the organization with which you interviewed to express your gratitude for the opportunity to interview for the job. Restate your interest in the position. Highlight any particularly noteworthy points or address anything you wish to further clarify. 15.12 Meetings Deciding how to communicate a message is important. If you have a message that can be sent clearly and accurately via email, that is one of the quickest forms of sending a message. If you need to send a message that requires an immediate response or might need clarification or elaboration that could be lost in translation through email, discussing the issue over the phone may be the best approach to take. If your message needs to involve multiple people or requires dialogue, sometimes on a recurring basis, you may need to have a face-to-face -face conversation. Meetings can be used to share information, solve problems, plan, brainstorm, or motivate. Whatever their purpose, you need to know some basics about conducting an effective meeting. A way to determine whether a meeting is the most appropriate method of communicating a message is to consider if you want to address a group about information, advice, concerns, problem-solving, or decision-making. Meetings allow for crosstalk to discuss these types of issues, whether within an organization or with outside agencies. 
Once you have decided that a meeting is the most appropriate method of communicating the message or issue, the next step is to define the purpose of the meeting. Decide who should be invited to participate or be a part of the conversation. Decide where and when the meeting should occur. Plan for capturing, recording meeting information. Send out an agenda so attendees can be prepared to discuss pertinent topics and be flexible based on availability of attendees, information, or other considerations. Running the meeting requires that a few simple steps be followed, but not to the extent that the meetings are rigid, predictable, and non-productive. As long as you start and stay on time, follow the agenda, understand group dynamics, and follow up with well-formatted meeting minutes, your meeting will have a good foundation for success.